This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wobbler on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Good afternoon, everybody. Hope everybody is well. The weather looks inclement, and this time tomorrow it's going to be very dark indeed. Winter is coming. However, what we thought we were going to see today was an entertaining game where we threw it away at the end, and actually at the end we managed to grab a Desmond. 2-2! We managed to grab a Desmond out of uh, out, out of what looked like throwing the game away at the last. What did everybody think? What would everybody like to to discuss today? What would what do we think about that that you know it's 1-1 we've had chances we've missed those chances. What did we think about that corner? The moment it was given I was talking to the people around me about the Cardiff Goal. If you remember Cardiff scored one where they went with that four-man train between the penalty spot and the 18-yard line. And we had three men picking them up and the other lot all sitting in the six-yard box. And it it felt just similar. It didn't feel like that particular piece had been had been learnt. What do we think? Do we like zonal marking? Do we prefer man to man? Yeah, what what would we do if we were going to be doing that? What do we think about the rest of the game? What about the substitutions on sixty minutes? What about, what was our thoughts on there? Uh, we shall see. But anyway, it's not about me. It's about your thoughts. We've got Rich and we've got Charlie. That's uh, Rich. Hang on there, mate. I'm just going to go to Charlie first of all. Let's add him in. Fingers and thumbs. Charlie knows how that feels. Charlie, sir. Charlie, as per normal, hit your mic button. How are you doing, sir? No, long time no speak. You okay? Yeah, all good. Apart from being frustrated by that <laughs> performance, I'm all good. Yeah. It was a weird one. I, I sit in the Vicarage Road end. Oh, cool. Me too. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I saw you. I think I'm going to come solo to you next time. Yeah, now I know too. who you are. And we can have our romantic moment. <laughs> we can have it, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a weird one because... At times today, I thought we played well. Yeah. I thought Ngaki had one of his better, better games today. He worked hard. Very much. Ken put in a shift, as he always does. Yeah. I thought he looked pretty pretty good, and he put himself about. For me, 
it was all undone by two moments where we just went to sleep. The first goal that Mill scored, their equaliser. I didn't get the best view of it from down our end, but it just looked like nobody attacked the cross apart from their player. We just didn't look like we were aware that the ball was going to come in. It was so easy. They would just put the ball from one side to the other, cross come in. Good night. Thank you very much, one all. And then the corner, I said to my son, I said, they're going to fucking score it. Yeah. And he went, don't say that. And if looks could kill, there's an old lady that sits in front of me. She gave me an evil glare. I felt like I'd need to go and sit on the naughty step for 10 minutes. But <laughs> when the ball come, when the ball come in, it was like a slow motion moment. And for me, Backman should have been coming for that across the six-yard line. What the hell? He just st- stayed on his line, looked at everybody else and flapped his arms like he normally does. Frustrating. There was, as I said to you, there was some good performances out there today. I'm not going to knock the team completely, but there was... A few moments in the game where I just think we were our own worst enemy. I think when bringing on the three subs unsettled things for a little while. Yeah, it doesn't always work bringing on three straight four subs. Uh, you know, at one time. It. Uh, I think I'll see what he's doing. He's trying to get a bit of an energy boost on the pitch. Yeah, but it can it can unsettle the tempo. And fair play to Rivich. I walked out and discussed, so I didn't actually see. I've seen his goal on here since I've been in. And if you're going to put quality crosses in, that lad will score goals. Simple as that. But we don't always seem to want to do that. And that's one of the big mysteries for me this season so far. If we're going to play the big man up front like like we used to have the Heider Helgerson sort of player, then you've Mm -hmm. got to find his head. If you you get a decent cross, that boy will score goals. He's got four in not that much game time. But as, as we've said before, and I think as we've probably discussed as well, he doesn't do a lot else, but that's... If you know that, you've got to play to that, haven't you? Absolutely, I absolutely agree. I thought the interesting bits were when he did make the change, he put Martins out on the right, and we just didn't seem to get him the ball. And it, for, for me, the reason we didn't get him the ball was because we'd taken Kone off and we'd lost our legs in the middle. You know, KMB, yeah. whoever's done something to add KMB, can you keep doing it each week? Because he's suddenly getting through a mountain of work, which is great. But Kone was also whipping around and getting the ball and do, doing a lot of the ugly stuff. And... I thought we lost that with loser, but what of course you do get with loser, especially when he plays on that left side of the as a number eight on the left side, was he got two decent crosses in, and of course, as you say, a decent cross, decent delivery. Rivic gets on the end of it, he will score. So that that's what we've got to do. I felt sorry for for, for dear old Bio because he works so bloody hard and he does all of the stuff outside of the box, but it just doesn't seem to fall to him in the same way that it did fall in in for in for Rivic. Maybe we we are looking to start to play a bit differently for Rivic, understanding that, or am I just being optimistic? No, I think with Bio, it's a case of. <sighs> He needs to find the net, doesn't he? Get a bit more confidence in him because you know it's. I think I will go back to the to Alan Shearer when he wasn't scoring for England, and then yeah. he he scored one, and he went. And I'm not comparing him to Alan Shearer by any means, but it, the mentality. He just needs. He needs some. He needs that bit of magic. He needs to, you know, whether it's an ugly goal or a, a well class. That boy again. He's got potential, and you're right. He put the work. I think all of them put a shift in today, P. I, I can't knock. I can't knock the performance that much apart from the two moments we went to sleep. And that's what's so frustrating because Millwall, their number three, I said to my lad, he looked like he'd come out of a pub team. He just didn't look like a professional foot. And their goalkeeper was very suspect. The goal we scored in the first half, how he spilled that out of his hands. And in the second half, down the other end, I think he made a bit of a cock up a couple of times. He, He he didn't punch the ball away. He skimmed out of his hands and went about five yards away from him. And it, it... 
you know, it to me feels like we should have steamrolled Millwall because they didn't look that good. It, it's just a day of real frustration for me. No, I get that completely. I read out your your five word. Was it five word or the long form? One of the two. When you said, "Yeah, calm down, guys." It's Swansea and Sheffield Wednesday, which it was. And what do you think of the Championship League? Because you can see why Leicester and Ipswich are up top. Because I don't think it's, and I'm not having a go at the fun that you have in the Championship. I think it's a great league for that. But I don't think the standard of the teams is really all that. Or am I just no. looking at it? Again, optimistically, you know me. I did a five-fold today and I made the ultimate mistake of doing it all in the championship and you just can't call it week to week. Blackburn lost again at home. Stoke seemed to be going on a run. Middlesbrough lost. And Watford, Millwall, I suppose on paper you would probably call that a draw because of where we both were in the table. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's not the best championship in terms of quality I think we've seen over the years. And it is it is going to be a bit of a lottery who gets in the playoffs, I think. And again, if Watford could just sort their fucking heads out at times, we could be up there, not necessarily a, a definite point, but we could sneak in the top six. It is that crazy at the moment. And that's what's starting to frustrate me the most. And thank God we did beat Wednesday and thank God we did beat Swansea because... If we hadn't got anything out of that, uh, out of those games, I think today's result would have really hurt because it was two points dropped. Yeah, yeah, I know. I agree, I agree with that completely. My my boy said exactly the same. But I think it is nice that after you know we've had, we went through that bloody awful run after the last international break, and we've come out after this one, and we're four games unbeaten, and yet we are still, we can still be frustrated at looking at that game and going, oh, you've done so much right. We just need to push it over the line. But hey, it's where it is. It is four games unbeaten. It is, what, eight points out of a potential 12, so that's good going. What do you, What are your thoughts on the road to Huddersfield, who, of course, have changed their manager from Neil Warnock, who always has the Indian sign over us, to, to, to Darren Moore, newly jettisoned from Sheffield Wednesday. Do you think we can make it five, or, you know, have we broken the hoodoo of on the road? What are your thoughts on that, mate? Who bloody knows, mate? It's flip a coin, isn't it, everywhere? Oh, yeah. Do you know what? How did Hull get on today? Hull, oh, you're doing to me what Wendover normally does, which is asking me pertinent <laughs> and important questions when I haven't really got in yet properly. Right, hold on, here we go, bbc.co.uk. I, I think they won 1-0, didn't they, or did they lose 1-0? I heard it something on the radio. I'll have a look. What's happening here? My BBC account is asking me to do it. It's being stupid at me. I don't know. Right, championship results. You people just talk amongst yourselves while I do this, obviously. I, I would sing a song, but I'm not gifted. I'm not gifted like Ant Newman is. I should have a theme tune. The, really, really should. He, I have to say, he has. He's caused a rod for his own back there. Hull won Preston nil today. Leeds beat Huddersfield four one. Southampton three. Birmingham one. Sunderland beat Norwich 3-1 up at the Stadium of Light. Cardiff City, there we are, 2-0 uh, home to Bristol City. They beat them. Stoke City beat Middlesbrough 2-0 at the Riverside. Swansea got a result at Blackburn. My God, Swansea yeah. turned that around. Leicester beat QPR 2-1 at Loftus Road. Ipswich 3, Plymouth 2. Cool, that was a corker. Obviously our game. And the rest is tomorrow and Monday. So, yeah, no, Hull have got a result. And Huddersfield have got, uh, got pumped at Leeds. I'll tell you what, Pete, you're a ringer for Des Lynham, mate. Well done. <laughs> I don't remember Des Lynham ever saying, and Huddersfield have been pumped at Leeds. I'm, I'm sure he had more professionalism and a better moustache. Yeah. There's potential. But just to answer your question before I let someone else come on, come I think we could go up there and get something. If we can just defend 
better than what we are at times. Hoot, I think, was pretty solid today. Serial to put himself about. But I put a tweet out where I said, look, I'm holding Batman responsible for that corner. Right. Uh, he could have done more for me. But yeah, why not? What, let's, let's say we could, I think we could at least get a draw up there, but you never know. New manager bounce and all the rest of it. You just don't know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, sir. Fingers crossed. Look, next game, when we're at home, which is Rotherham, come over and say hello, mate. We'll have a chat. And uh, Yeah, we'll do. W- wonderful stuff. And uh, yeah, it's, it, four games unbeaten. That's what I'm looking at. Charlie, have a great weekend, mate. We'll catch you soon. Cheers, fella. Let's move across to uh, to Rich, WFC2, known of this parish, travelling as he does. How are we doing, mate? Hi, Pete. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Awesome. So, enjoyable. So I was going to ask, did you find it enjoyable or did the defending tear your hair out? Yeah, I ain't got much hair, so that, yeah, that was... Uh, I mean, it was a great... You know, I really enjoyed it. I thought the first half was absolutely terrific. They took the game to them. I thought there was some super performances all round. Ken Salmon, my goodness, a man possessed. And that was as good a good a individual performance I've seen down there for a long time. Come out the second half, same old, going really well. And I've got to be honest, that the bit where I just... I do sigh is that the 60-minute substitutions. I don't get it today. I understand all about South substitutions. I understand you want to put more legs in it, but there was only one of those substitutions at that time that I probably agreed with, and that was bringing Martins on for Esquilia. I don't... Kone was as good as anything on that field. What he took him off, I don't understand it. He had energy. He had legs. And Bayo was running them ragged at the back. Now you can argue that Loser and Rajevic come on and between them they got the goal, but we had to go behind for that to happen. And I don't understand it, and I feel really disappointed for the players today. I think the manager copped that up, and I don't mind saying it. I think it was a, a real disappointing set of substitutes, and we totally gave the initiative to them. And then we allow our weaknesses, which is our goalkeeper and captain, yet again to cost us and that's an amateurish goal from the corner and what Charlie said to his son we pretty much said the same around us here it comes because it's just so predictable and it's very disappointing but I'm not going to go too down I thought overall we'd all taken seven points for nine from the week and the fact we got on the slightly different way around is again a little bit frustrating but no there were some great individual performances me and my daughter were saying the same there were some good players today that stood out Kayambe was super and Kakia yet again solid. He's having a he's really having a good little spell on Kakia. Young Andrews will learn very hard that, you know, go and get yourself sent off and then whatever else happened to get him the extra game, because Nkaki has taken his chance and that's what you ask players yes, to absolutely. do. I thought Sierra Alta and Hoyt were super at the back. You know, they did well going forward, why yes, we gave them two soft goals. Again, I agree with Charlie on that. But I thought the midfield and who would have said a midfielder KM Bay Livermore and Kone uh, would be really looking solid. And and I thought at times, I looked at the team, particularly in that first half, and I was thinking, do you know what? This actually looks like a good football team for this level. And I think we could actually, I started to think upwards a little bit and thinking, yeah, this is all right. And and I still feel that, you know, it's a good win, but I'm really frustrated with the manager today. I think he let the, I think he let the players down today with substitutes that didn't need to happen when they did. Um, I'm pleased Rajevic got his goal. I would always pick Bayo over him. I'm sorry. I want to like him, but all I see is him doing what he's done today, which isn't a bad thing, scoring from two yards out on a header with an open goal. You know, that's what he's going to do because he doesn't offer anything else. But he's a good lad to throw on and, and full credit to him. He got his goal and I'm pleased for him and that'll do his confidence good. 
but full credit to Bayo who really wore their defence down with tireless running. And, but no, overall, I, you know, frustration is the word, but, you know, price is a lot better than last year, isn't it? It, yes, I think I for me it is. I'll enjoy whatever happens in the season, good for good or for bad, because it's as far as I'm concerned, it's all a soap opera and you just have to enjoy it. Today's soap opera villain, I think, has to be down as Keith Stroud. Um yeah. in the middle. Yeah. The man who always insists that his team wear orange when they come to Vicarage Road. He's not alone, but it's every single time with that man. And there was some to say there were some questionable decisions in there, I think is underplaying it somewhat. I, I did shout out something unpolite to him at the end, just 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 to vent my own personal spleen. But what can you do? Yeah. It, it's just it's just a shame. There was one lovely moment when, uh, what's his name, uh, Jake Cooper was talking to Keith Stroud. And <laughs> anybody who knows, uh, Jake Cooper is six foot five going on six foot six, and Stroud basically was not even coming up to his chest height. It was like watching two people of different species meet. It was a joy at that moment, but he made up for it with just an Awful bloody display thereafter. Yeah, it, you know, in terms of refereeing, and for in fairness, for 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 both sides. But I thought he was just shocking. But there we go. There we go. In terms of Ngakia, absolutely right. You know, we saw that game. You know, away at Sunderland, and then made an appeal for Andrews's red card to to be turned over. So he got a fourth game. The great thing there is that Ngakia has done absolutely everything he can to try to make that shirt his and take every bit of that opportunity. And today he was he and he and KMB were revelatory. Absolutely were. Agreed. Yeah, entirely. So anyway, in, enough enough of referees from there up the road where bedecked in orange. What are your thoughts? You were thinking upwards. We've now got another two games before we get to the next international break. Yes, international breaks are coming again, everybody. Bastard things, I hate them. We've got Huddersfield and we've got Rotherham. Now you spoke about seven points in that week. I'd be happy with that. Moving forward to next Saturday and the Saturday after, there's six points ups for grabs before that international break. What do you think, realistically, this team has to now get out of that to, to keep upward trajectory and what you think will happen? I think they just have to believe in themselves because if they do, they've got the confidence now. There's nothing to be afraid of, nothing whatsoever to be afraid of about Huddersfield or Rotherham. You know, that doesn't mean that complacency should be coming because they're the classic games where exactly that happens. So if they just go out and play like they've been playing, the wins will come. I've got no doubt about that. So, yes, you would be disappointed not to get six points. And I'm not going to, that's not putting pressure on them because if the players aren't putting their own pressure on that to get six points, then I'd be very surprised. And I just say, go up there, go up to Huddersfield. They're under, you know, they got whacked again today. And then Rotherham at home, you know, goodness me, you know, it's a great opportunity. And these are the games you've got to win. And they're very capable of doing it if they believe in themselves. And there's no reason not to. They've given themselves, they look like a football team now. There's a lot still not right, absolutely. But there's a lot to be said for what's going on at the minute. And yeah, fingers crossed. Good stuff. Last question, and then we're going to be going across to Mike, then we're going to go to Wendover, then we're going to go to Neil. Anybody who wants to have their say on today or this week or anything you want to discuss, just pop in the request button, but we'll go in that order. What was your thoughts on, you called it, you know, it was a childlike corner. What were your thoughts on the corner? And if we were to put it out to a vote, what is your thoughts on zonal marking or man marking at corners? I hate zonals. It's very simple. Zonal is the worst kind of marking because you just leave players. And we've done it, as you quite rightly called it, against Cardiff. 
and we did it again today. You leave players unmarked in your penalty box. And as you said, Cooper's about six foot five, calls it, taking three or four players up. It, it's there for all to see. You cannot zone or mark, not what Watford can't anyway, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, let's be honest, that was the most loaded of questions because obviously we've conceded a, a, a goal <laughs> yeah. in the last five minutes from a zonal marking. But it was, it's, yeah. it was until, ironically, when he was at our place, it was Marco Silva's like Achilles yeah. heel. Everybody said, yeah, fabulous, but set pieces, oh, my God. And then he's slightly changed and, and, and seen it, but it, it's just... It appears to not be right that balance, but there we go. Anyway, Rich, sir, lovely to Good see evening, you. Guys. Lovely to see you today. Got him, saw him down there at, at the bunker, along with a host of people. We also saw, if you know, hopefully, I'm sure he'll come on, probably half potted because he'll be with Carl in the market town. Uh, Jimmy Pesto, both Chris and Nick Giannoni have come across from from Virginia and New Jersey, respectively. Hopefully, we'll hear from them. So they've come across from from the US. We, we met up with Steve Hollyman, who had three. Supporters who've come over from VVV Venlo in uh, in in Holland, who was there today as well, and a whole host of other people, but also including Mr. Pete Fincham, who we will come to in just a minute. If if you if your signal uh, maintains there, Pete will come to you, sir, as you're travelling. Hi, this is Jay Demerit, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. But let's get a Mike Duffy first of all. Mike of voices from the Vic. Mike, sir. Oh, I need to press that button again. It's doing its strange thing. Hang on. There we go. Twitter. Come on. Here we go. Mike, sir, hit your, hit your mute and you, you should be good to go. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. You all good? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was it was an interesting game. It ended up being a Desmond and, you know, it, it was at least enjoyable. It felt like going back to those games where everything wasn't necessarily just overtly tactical and a bit of a thrill. Would I have felt that way at 2-1? You'd be the judge. What, you, what were your thoughts <laughs> on it, mate? Yeah, no, a lot of you said, mate. I think the first half, we were so in control, and it's a, a little bit of the story of the season so far, to be honest. All this control, but we're not putting the ball in the back of the net, mm-hmm. which, you know, ultimately, that's all that matters. But, you know, going into the second half, I thought, okay, you know, Millwall quite clearly set up to soak in the possession and try and hit us on the counter. A little bit how you expected us to play against Swansea, I think. The only reason we didn't play like that against Swansea is I think they were very poor. You know, we, we've capitalised on them putting the ball out and there was a lot of misplaced passes, whereas today it was like, right, you know, how are we going to cut this one up? And we tried <laughs> our hardest to, but I think today, to be honest, just to get the negativity out of the way early doors, Go on, yep. I think Ishmael got the subs wrong. Uh, I think <sighs> why he brought loser on for Kone, I think Kone, firstly, has done absolutely superb. He started against... Leeds and look the Leeds game was a complete write-off so I feel sorry for anyone that started that game but previously we'd seen him come off the bench you know Birmingham City some other games as well and 
he he looked, you know, really good. And these last couple of games when he's been given the opportunity to start from the very start, uh, I think he's taken it with both hands. And for me, he's a clear starter of Tom Deli Bashiru. I thought Jake Livermore was fantastic on Tuesday night. But today, I think maybe his legs got the better of him. Mm-hmm. I think he was very fortunate to stay on the pitch. I think I know you were just slagging off Keith Stroud, but I think we got away with one there because, for me, he probably should have got a second yellow card. But that's not to say he, he was completely crap. You know, I thought Livermore was steady, but not as good as his display on Tuesday night. But then again, he has just played three games in a week. And for me as well, I'd have brought Rojovic to play alongside Bio. I'd have gone two up top because Bio, I know a lot of the fan base really don't like him, but he works his absolute bollocks off. He was very unlucky. That that chance in the second half, he closed down Bill Kowski. And on another day, that deflection goes into the back of the net. And again, on Tuesday night, you know, he should have scored, but the work that he does like seeing it in person, it's sometimes you see more watching a match live than you do on the TV. And I went on Tuesday and I thought Bio was brilliant. You know, yeah, like I say, you missed that header, but he was the one that originally won the ball back to track back and then sprinted in the box to get him in the position. So, yeah, I'd have liked to have seen Rajovic come on alongside Bio, but for me, the, the subs killed the game. And, and moving Ken out onto the right, Ken might as well have been sat with me watching the game when he moves to the right because he, he's so ineffective. But up until that point, he, that was one of his best games I've seen in a Watford shirt. And I don't know who that imposter was wearing the number 39 shirt, but he I don't know what they've done with Kayembe, but he he was superb today. He's he Without shadow of a doubt, his best game in a Watford shirt today, Kayembe. Yeah, he looks slightly better further forward, doesn't he? And the, mm. You know, I, uh, one thing I... Okay, time. I think I used the word marauding, which I don't think I've ever used the word. I don't, I don't think KMB has ever marauded before, if marauding is something that he can do. No, I, you know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was good championship fair. It was a ding-dong battle. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't all one way. They were always, you know, they've got enough decent players in there to actually cause us problems. And I appreciate that some people go, oh, yeah, really? But no, I think they do. And I think, you know, every time you get, Jake Cooper up there, you know, he, he becomes this kind of epicenter that everything feeds around, and he's awkward, and he's absolutely placed to them. I'm a great admirer of his personally. I think he's, I think he would have been a great signing, but I think he's going to be staying at Millwall till till the cows come home, probably. But there we go, there we go. I saw your 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 podcast in in the pub, which I thought was was great. Voices from the Vic went and did a, 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 the podcast live from the pub, and just as you sat down, they turned the bloody music on. Yeah, Blondie come on straight away. I think YouTube's just about done us over with that. But yeah, we enjoyed it and we thought it was the, the best episode we've ever done. But, you know, it, it was going too smoothly because the microphones didn't work. So it's it's not our best one. We're, we're hoping to get some better equipment and maybe do one after the Rotherham game, potentially. But, cool. yeah, we'll see. Very good, very good. I, I can't criticise Debbie Harry coming on because I had a relationship with her in the late 90s or the late 70s, I should say, that I can only describe as formative. It was very one way. <laughs> she didn't know anything about it, but never mind. There we are. Probably just as well. Mike, sir, lovely to hear from you. Let us know and how everything's going. How's it going with the with, with the training for the running, by the way? Yeah, really well, thank you. The run is next Saturday on the 4th of November and I've managed to shed £10 whilst doing the training. Yeah, with 20 quid off the my, my target of 250 
to be raised to a charity which, in a nutshell, goes towards doing research. It's for a charity whereby the person who it's set up in, in aid of was born with half a heart, and as it stands, the only way to... I don't want to say cure because there's no guarantee of curing it, but no. the only way to, to get better is by having a heart transplant. So they basically are trying to raise funds to do research in order to sort of A, cure it, and B, do it in a way where you don't have to have a a heart transplant. So, yeah, um, it's going really well, and hopefully this time next Saturday I'll be be aching like nobody's business and I'll have got a personal best and raise a load of money for it, mate. Fingers crossed. Fantastic. Look, just drop us a note with the the link again. I know you did previously. What we will do on this and on the next podcast between now and the weekend is just drop that in. Guys, anybody who can donate to to Mike uh, running for that, we know that there's no end of good causes and, you know, medical wonders that these days can be performed with the aid of funding from everybody. But we've all said about this anybody's doing anything like that we'll throw it out and if anybody's got a few pennies to spare then please do support mike in terms of his running and don't forget mike is running so that i don't have to so it's an important (laughs) thing (laughs) really appreciate that pete thank you mate no worries mate you take care and we look forward to look forward to hearing from you after next saturday (laughs) once you've done the run mate okay you take care and cheers, buddy. Take there, care, everyone. Right, there goes Mike, running as he goes. Let's quickly... Sorry, guys, I'm just going to quickly add in the, the aforementioned Mr Fincham because I know he's going to be travelling at, at some point. But Pete came down the bunker, got back to the ground again today. Pete, sir, how are you doing? Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> you can tell he's going back down to Portsmouth. He's already started with the nautical language. There you I'll go. Be on the, I'll be on the Mike Oldfield in no time. <laughs> oh, you've got to be of a certain age. There you go. Indeed. And the chap who just spoke, you've made your target. Send me the link and there's 50 quid coming your way. There you go, sir. There you go, sir. We, we talk about medical wonders, sir. You you know you know of all of this situation so closely. But we'll see what we can get. Uh, we'll see what else we can get Mike up to because uh, he's running. And as you've seen, he's doing all my running for me, as Ed Akembe would say about Coney. How did you find getting back at the Vic, mate? How was your day? It started incredibly well because you bought me a pint, so thank you for that. Met friends old and new, wonderful, and it just reminded me of what a substandard experience it is watching these things on television through feeds, legitimate and illegitimate, as opposed to being there. Because, you know what, I think every, everyone who's been on so far has taken a little piece of something I wanted to say. Stroud, unbelievable clown. I'm not sure you'd have seen that much on telly, but his sort of pompous strutting and just consistently poor decision-making. Believable. There was only six bookings in a game and no one got more than one. Exiting average speed check zone. <laughs> oh, and there's our, our special guest, Siri, once again. There you go. On. Thank you. We, we're, we're gonna, I think we're going to come off ways for the moment. Yeah. The, but I think, honestly, the, the, the manager made a bit of a cock-up today. Uh-huh. I think we've talked a little bit about the, the fact that we, the, the three substitutions, yeah, Spriller had to be pulled off. Apart from he was getting lumps kicked out of him all game. He was on a dubiously yellow yeah. and he was going to get another one. We all got that. But again, the, the Kone one, I mean, it was absurd to, to hook him because we did go to sleep then for about a good 15 minutes. We had nothing in the middle of the park. Mm. But what I really wanted to say, apart from you know, thanking everybody as always for just the wonderful experience that going to the Vic tends to be on a personal level, is if you're going to put a big lump up front, 
He can do one thing and one thing only, and that's attack a ball about six yards out. There was a the guy in goal for Millwall was atrocious. He couldn't punch, he couldn't catch, he couldn't. He was awful, and we just didn't test him. And then we finally started getting on the idea of just putting the ball in the box. We finally stuck a guy in the middle there, and he had two chances. He made a good hash, a good stab at getting to one of them, and then he scored with the other. So if you're going to do it, cross it, not fanny around and play the ticky-tacky stuff that went around on the left-hand side. Get the ball in there and do it consistently, because there's no mystery to that guy. Every scout will say, you, my friend, need to mark that guy because he's going to cross the uh, he's going to get on the end of it and he's probably going to score given half a chance the miss by Sierra Alta though no one's yeah. mentioned that yeah. oh my god one of my, one of the guys who I've sat with for 25 30 years uh, he's one of the most atrocious footballers I've ever played with <laughs> and he'd admit that. Um, but I turned to him and said Simon because he knows, you know, Simon knows who Simon is. Simon's, said, been, Simon's could, been thrown under the bus, everybody. That's fine. I said, you could have had a career after all. And he's like a <laughs> 12-year-old son who scored more goals than him already in his life. Just was like looking at his dad laughing. But he knew the score because that miss was appalling. I'm, I'm astonished that no one's mentioned it so far. Yeah, I think Valerian missed a trick today. He, he was sticking to his playbook. And it's all well and good having about 98.5% possession if... 75% of that is in the first 50 metres of the pitch. It's not going to do you an awful lot of good. Millwall were there for the taking. We should have absolutely mullered them. They were dreadful. There you go. There you go. Look, it, I, we appreciate that, you know, watching watching games <clears throat> in a non-live, in, in a remote environment is, yeah, absolutely substandard. But it was lovely to have so many people down at the bunker before the game for a beer and, you know, get get into the games from near and far, including yourself. It was lovely to meet you. The American, the American contingent, yeah, it's excellent. Obviously, some of their language is nonsensical. Because <laughs> they don't really speak English as a first language. Good. And what's wonderful about the internet and the way that the world has become a lot smaller is cursed at the same time as it is blessed. But having these this global community of people who can come together, it's my first time in the bunker today and my first time meeting a lot of people. It was really a truly lovely experience proving the people you could disagree with online don't have horns. And actually, you should be rather careful about what you post because you're going to run into them one day in person anyway. And it's nice to be able to run into them with a smile as opposed to fearing what happens next. There's a lesson in that for a lot of people out there, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we try to hope that this place here is is a social medium, not safe zone. Let's very say it. Any old shit can happen here. We know that. But, you know, it's where you come to talk. It's where you come to have discourse. Um, it's Avalon for discussion. Avalon. <laughs> oh, this is good. I'm writing that down as a review. Justin, put that in inverted commas and send it to to the FCAs. That's, that'll do us. That'll do us. Pete, lovely to see you, sir. We're going we're gonna we're gonna grab across now quickly to Carl. Neil, Wendover, I'm sorry guys, I am coming to you, I promise. But at the moment, Justin I sorry, Carl has got, I believe, with him, I presume with him, a couple of these Americans. Jimmy Pesto may be in and around the market tavern. Let's see. Carlos, I'm well, so sorry. So it's not like I've sent you three or four <laughs> personal text messages saying, Can you hurry the fuck up? You're yeah. stopping my drinking time. You know. Stop talking to these stop talking to these well educated Watford sports. And what and, do and I do? Over to me, what do I do when you normally send me abusive emails? You come to me. <laughs> Eventually. Thank there you. you go. There Eventually. You go. Yes. No, it's How um, was your day? Who you got with you? What's going on, mate? Yeah, very good day. Uh obviously football wise, it's 
it's a mixed bag. We've, for those that don't know, we've had two fantastic uh, guys come over from America, Chris and Nick, who have come over last time, uh, are back. They're, 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 uh, I've got Chris with me now. It's been a really good day. Unfortunately, what happened was yesterday, Chris said to me around about noon. Is it noon? Yeah, about noon. About noon. Yeah. He said, oh, we've landed. I said, okay. I said, when I finish work, I'll, I'll, I'll come and see you and we'll, we'll have a beer. So we had said beer. I got in at two o'clock this morning from that beer. And you've been struggling today, haven't you? Oh. I've been hurting big time. Yeah. Majorly hurting. I, I keep joking it's the time change, but let's be honest, I'm a bit hungover. You're a bit hungover. Yeah, and I was pretty quiet, but I think I turned it on once we got to the bunker in the game. Yeah. Started to feel alive again. And then I'd say 86 minutes died a little bit. I, I thought you fell, you fell asleep. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like questioning why I came 4,600 miles to watch that. Yeah. And then, you know, all of a sudden I was really glad I came. Yeah. And no, just took a little bit of stopping time, good. but. Great to see everybody. So what I want to do, Peter, I just want to give you a little bit of for there's something I need to say that I want to say. Fire and then away. I'm gonna pass you I'm, I'm gonna pass you over to, to, to Chris. Cool. Who will tell you about his trip to England and all us Robins. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor jumps in the bush, by the way. Look forward to that in the vlog. So what I want to say is that, and this is a little bit sidetracked from football, is that I see a lot on social media about how we should support this club how we're not, you know, in the Graham Taylor ethos and how we're not doing certain things in a certain way. But what I'd like to say to those people and people that I would call legends of the club, people that I would call, you know, players, ex-players that feel it's necessary to tread on what we're trying to do and don't tell me or don't tell us how to support our club. We support the club how we see fit. You want to talk about family, this is family. I'm standing next to a guy that's travelled nearly 5,000 miles to see this football club today, yeah? Respect, absolute respect. I saw this guy last night, I hugged him like he was my brother, like a long-lost brother, and we've had such a ball, such a great time. That's how you support this club, because it's about the fans, it's about us, it's about us all being together, it's about us all together across the world. There's people listening to this that are all over the world. That is amazing. That is absolutely, I'm emotional about it. It's amazing that we can do this. I've got a man that's come so far, stood next to me outside the market. Look at that. Outside the market oh tavern. This, that's fucked up. Do not tell me how to support this club. Do not tell me, yeah, how to support my club. This is how you support this club, by being us by being Watford, by us generating, by this podcast, by our podcast, Peter, that I love, that I love, and you love, and Justin loves, and all these people on it love. This is how we support this club. We do it together. We do it as one. Yeah? This is how we support this club. I'm not going to listen to any... I love... I'm going to say it. Fuck it. I love Luther Blissett, but what you're saying to us at the moment is wrong. What you're saying to us at the moment, how to support this club, is wrong. We do it our way. We supported you when racism was rife across everywhere. We stood by you, yeah? We stood by homosexuality, Elton John. We stood by him. We stand by this club. This is Watford. We are a family, all of us. And now I stand here next to an American that's come 5,000 miles to see a two-all draw with Millwall. There's no difference. It's family, all of us, together, yeah? We don't have to agree. I get it, all of that. 
but it's really important to understand everything that's going on on Twitter at the moment and social media, I've just solved because we're, we're together. All we've got to do is be together. Whatever Luther's going to do with the club, fine. what Luther does in the community is unreal. It's unreal. God bless him. It's unreal. But don't tell us how to support this club. We know how to support this club. We've done it through thick and thin, and we will continue to do it through thick and thin. And that's all I want to say. I'm going to pass you over to a very hungover American who's going to explain his experiences <laughs> with me. And I apologize that he's not quite as buoyant as he used to be. <laughs> anyway, guys, God bless. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Love you. See you soon, yeah? There you go. There, there, there goes Cole, who's just sold the Why internet, apparently. That, Cole? <laughs> oh, me. I, how do I follow that one? Jesus. You, you, uh, it's Cole. Yeah. There's, there's no following Cole. You just let him go and see where he ends up. There you go. Anyway, sir, yeah. you, came, yeah. you came over last season and it ended up 1 1. And obviously yeah. today it's two all. So we look forward to you coming back in April for a three three. That's clearly inevitable. Look, I'm good for a point. Yeah, yeah. nothing else. <laughs> I don't know why not. So much more than just the football. But obviously that's a huge that's a huge part of it. But uh, how has it been? What noise is that man making now in the background? I'm looking at Carl, Taylor is on Carlos's shoulders right now. Well, Gary Vinyl Music is taking a video of them doing said thing right next to me. While my hand is, mind you, on the Holy Rood. All right? That's what we're looking at right now. Okay. But now that we got that out of the way, you know, just piggybacking on what Carl said. You know, before I found this community, I was adrift in America with, you know, hundreds, thousands of Watford fans maybe, but no real sense of community there. It took me finding this group to really feel connected to the club. If I left it to the club comms, I'd still be adrift. So huge shout out to you all for doing that. And to Carl's point, you know, let the fans decide how we want to connect. Another little fun note for you. I got to meet another like funny thing on the internet is I met the man himself, badly drawn Watford. He came oh. into the market tavern and he gave me my blessing. I requested, come on. Give me a Captain America. I need a Jay Demare. And he delivered. I have the original in hand. And that thing, I that thing is going to be framed in my office. And I'm going to stare at it every day with a big shit eating grin on my face. The power of the internet. Did you ever think? And, and we're keeping him anonymous, but what a legend. Good on you, mate. We love him. But no, just, a, you know, a good trip for us. Different trip. Obviously, you know, casual day and Ricky turned into me blindingly hung over today and you know getting it on for the game getting up for it but i'll tell you what i was fading towards the end but glad we were able to pull one out yeah we did in the end sometimes you know a last minute equalizer it's almost as good as a last minute winner let's be honest it, you know, when, when you, it feels like a win yeah exactly that's how it feels that's how it feels so what, what time are you are you jetting back across the pond are you here for tomorrow yeah. Yeah, we're here for tomorrow. A bit of a Parisian trip for us. You know, why not extend the holiday? It's his birthday tomorrow, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. We're going into London. Oh, we're going we're gonna to see him off. It's, what is it? Come on. What? 30, what? 34. 34. Yeah. 40. Jesus. Like, you look old. You look yeah. older than me. Like, I've been joking. I, I turned Jake Livermore tomorrow. So, nice 34. I could probably put a shift in. I'm a fit guy. But no, yeah, my birthday tomorrow. That's part of the trip. So, Carl's going to take me into London and then... Hopefully, I'm not going to be flying home on Monday blisteringly hungover. But if that's the case, we'll do yes. it. Yes, he will. Fantastic. Right. Fantastic. Chris, uh, yeah. go and have another beer, hair of the dog yeah, that we'll beat you last night. Oh, and we will catch you later. Don't, you know, don't, whatever Carl says, do. 
probably best yeah. not to, but you know that already. You know that already. But yeah, Peter, thanks, buddy. Mate, it's Appreciate an absolute it. joy. Um, Good seeing everybody, too. All the people that I met and got to say hello to, you know, Pete Fincham, Gary Vinyl Music. Uh, you, Peter, Justin, everybody else that I'm missing, but really good seeing you and all the people we've been friends with on the internet. A weird thing, but yeah, I love it. Mate, strangers are just friends we haven't met yet. There he goes, there yeah. he goes. Often known as Jimmy Pesto, Starman, and trying to keep Carl in some kind of order and what have you. There you go. Carl's, Carl said said his bit. This is where you get to come and say whatever it is that is on your mind about your football club. Anybody and everything. That's fine. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.